Welcome to the One Pan Podcast. I'm John. And according to my junk mail, I'm Chris Winters. I'm Bryce. And tonight, we'll be making Irish beer cheese soup! We planned that. It was great. Hey, everybody. How you doing? I'm going to throw in some kind of like a fun effect on that soup. Do like a slide whistle. Like a... Like that, just so that... A didgeridoo. Oh, I love me a didgeridoo. Did when did you learn about didgeridoos? I learned about didgeridoos when I did my country project in social studies in third grade with Mrs. Dorincott. Yeah, I didn't... Wow! <laughs> me and her don't have a good relationship. That's why I remember her. Sure, a, yeah, a lot yeah. of the people that I like liked as a kid are things that are like, I don't really remember your name because I just remember the fond memories. Yeah. But when I hate you, I remember every yeah. terrible, mm-hmm. shitty detail about you. I, I don't know if I did it planning as a kid but i do mm-hmm. remember the shitty people mm-hmm. and i google them all the time uh, i'm yeah. waiting for one of them to die embarrassingly or <laughs> get arrested for kitty porn or something Being i don't the salt lake clear. slug oh. mag the the mugshot magazine that's sure. like the best thing here that i'm like there should be what if they do like a fucking where's waldo of that that would be the best reason to pick up that m- mug magazine if they like find the hidden waldo in all, in each of the uh, you know the, the the fucking tweaker section or something what if, okay, hold on. I think I figured out what I should do for like my day job. I should be a private investigator oh. because I know how to Google. And I, I should offer a service where someone could pay me a lump sum, let's say 200 bucks, mm-hmm. and they could give me five names. <laughs> and I'll figure out oh, sure. whatever bullshit, embarrassing garbage <laughs> that they hate. So it's not like Tate Brown really loves to dress up like yeah. a woman, or or just things. But like, not a woman. It's like he wears a mop on his head, and 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 it's just those like you know I I'll follow up and figure out the worst things about those people. But the idea is, it's under an NDA. It cannot be disclosed. I can't share it with anyone else. They can't share it with anyone else. So it can't hurt anyone. But it's just, it's just for them. It's just for them. It's just the no. It's just the fantasy of being like. I know that you bought two cars, crashed one, bought another one, and that's why you foreclosed on your home, you oh. asshole. Or something like that. Like, I want to know that shit sure, about my enemies. Sure, sure, Oh, he likes, he, he sometimes puts a dildo in his butt. Whatever. We all do weird sex yeah, stuff. That's much, old news. No, no, it's, but it's 2019. The, we eat ass. No the, worries. Okay? It's, yeah, that's why we're immune to E. coli. It's why not, we're, let's, why not really worried about eating it's, romaine. We heard about Ebola, and we're like, hold on, quick, eat some ass, guys. Got it. It's just fine. Um, um, so I, put your mouth there. <laughs> What, in the Ebola or the ass? Because I don't both, know. Both, frankly. <laughs> solid. No, it's like, but it's definitely, it's like, oh, hey, I remember you, sports guy who was an asshole. You collect Barbies now. Right. Or I want to learn things like, oh, you got a, you had a, a knee injury, and then you got hooked on meth, mm-hmm. and then you had to drop out of college, mm-hmm. and that's why you work at a gas station. <laughs> at, you know, 44. Just the 44. smug satisfaction of like, yeah. I know yeah. this, I can't do anything with that with this information, I'm legally bound to protect the secret forever, and also, ah, ah, ah. also, I know. <laughs> you think I don't, but I do. Yep. Because then you get to send that person postcards. <laughs> that's just torturing them. So they've just there's no name on them. Like I know your secret. I know. I know. I can't do anything about it. But I know what you did last summer. <laughs> it was against the law. It was against the law. <laughs> so we're making Irish, Irish beer, beer cheese soup. soup? It's fun. It's gonna be great. We got, got so a far. we got a delicious uh, what we got a, we got a pint of Guinness that we're making it with. We got some. Uh, where did you go to the to the grocery store and you got a thing of uh, Irish cheese? Yes, literally said in most... quotation marks Irish cheese, which did... I'm like, that's yeah, sure. Fine. I didn't believe that was a thing. <laughs> I didn't know it was a thing either. I mean, I know they make cheese there. Does but... the cheese have an accent? Does the cheese <laughs> wear green a lot? 
I don't know much about Irish. The cheese is Catholic. Jesus is Catholic. It's very Catholic cheese. It's, it's very guilty cheese. It's, it's, it's got smells, a lot of issues. It smells like a lot of guilt. It just smells <laughs> you smell like, like you haven't said a Hail Mary in a few weeks. You haven't been to Mass. Let's see. I think I've willingly been to Mass like three times in my life. Oh, yeah. The, like the church midnight Mass with Emily. Emily used to sing. Uh, oh. She used to sing for like an Episcopal church or something. They would do Mass. I'm not traditionally. I've never been to, I think, a, a real traditional Catholic Mass. I've only been there for funerals, but from what I understand, is it's there a lot the of really, same. Is there a lot of drinking? Or no. Or is there a lot of... Is there really just a lot of, like, the guy standing at the pulpit yelling at you and being like, oh, fire and stone? So, here's what I remember. Growing up not Catholic when a whole side of my family was Catholic and old and dying. So, we would go to the cathedral? Church? It's not a church. They never call it a church. It's not a synagogue. That's Jewish. That's Jewish. So, you would go to Catholic cathedrals? Yeah. (laughs) Big, ornate buildings filled with nothing. Filled with nothing. Um, Big halls. Yeah, really loud. I mean, first thing mm-hmm. when we were going in there, my dad was just like, don't laugh, don't make noise, don't fart, everyone will hear. And, <laughs> which is not what you say to a four-year-old. <laughs> okay. Don't do everything that makes it's you a, a four-year-old. Yeah, it's just like, it's all loud in there. It's not like our church with carpet and, mm-hmm. and walls with no, sheet rock. God can hear you in here. Right, right. It is intended so that no one can get away with anything. <laughs> Hold on, what do we got to do for this? Uh, let's see, step? what are we doing right now? So we're sautéing some onions, we're sautéing some garlic, and a little bit of butter... Um, once that gets really kind of aromatic, we're going to throw in a cup of chicken broth. Actually, you know what? We're supposed to puree and things stuff like that. So what we're going to do is actually just throw all the broth and the beer to, uh, and bring it to a boil. It it was supposed to feed nine. And my, my first thought was how Irish, Um, (laughs) Caitlin (laughs) O'Hare. Which um, is the name of one of the characters in a play that I'm direct co-directing, I should say. I'm not going to take the responsibility of this. <laughs> uh, in case I'm the not... PR goes south. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's the thing. It's called Over the River and Into the Woods. But not Into the Woods. No, not Into the Woods. It's not Sondheim where they sing about things. And the woods is actually a metaphor for adulthood. That's kind of, that's my prevailing opinion is that Into the Woods is a metaphor for, like, becoming an adult. So, however that means, either rite of passage or... Or puberty or other things because what the baker has to do all the stuff to become to be ready to become a father the white baker's wife she has to deal with like being married and then infidelity right mm. she has to deal with like oh infidelity hot boy in smooches hot boys hot prince hot prince lickums and then little red has to deal with honestly the fucking being raped by yeah the wolf. It's a molester yeah yeah chest of the molester. And uh, what Jack played by Johnny Depp, also accurate zing. in the movie. And then also um, Jack, the, oh yes. he has to deal with the same kind of thing, right? He goes up to the giant's castle, and the female kind of embraces him and shows him things, and he like comes back a changed boy. So it's also kind of like, ooh, that's weird. That's a that's weird. leading somewhere <laughs> a little bit, and not a good direction. Anyway, so uh, it's not Sondheim's Into the Woods. It's You're good. Uh, it's like a I don't know who the writer is or whatever. I could bring up the whole thing. It's a great story about third generation, first and second, uh, and third generation Italian immigrants. So the, this main character's name is Nick. He has lived in Jersey his whole life. His parents moved down to Florida because you know they're old and <laughs> they love the humidity and stuff like that. So the grandparents all live. Uh, in Jersey, and every Sunday he goes and visits them. And one Sunday he's gotten a promotion, but the promotion is, "Hey, we want you to move to Seattle." Do it. 
And Fucking whole, do it! That's the whole thing. Is, is he's so guilt ridden by all their Irish, he's, by their Italian. Catholic he's dumb. Nonsense. He should do it. So Seattle is better. They I, just my family's from Jersey? New Jersey. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Jersey is the garbage cousin of like New Jersey is a landlocked landlocked <laughs> garbage can, garbage barge. That's what the word. Garbage barge. Garbage barge. Garbage barge. Garbage barge. Garbage barge. Um, yeah, no, it's it's a good thing Philadelphia exists, or or New Jersey would have a rough time. <laughs> Nothing to compare to. Right. <laughs> Sorry, Philly. I'm not. New York. Uh, I, I am. I love the cheesesteak. Though, I've never had the cheesesteak with, uh, like, the nacho cheese. Have you ever had one of those? That's, it's supposed to be Swiss, right? Uh, it's supposed to be, but then you see people do, like, Philly cheesesteaks with nacho cheese or, like, cheese whiz, and they're like, that's some it's, fucking trash. I, I feel like part of the idea behind using the Swiss cheese is it's kind of a hard cheese. Sure. So that when you... Uh, when you first melt it, mm-hmm. oh, it's kind of a mess. It's kind of greasy, kind of oily, whatever. But as you leave it in the bag, or you take it home, or yeah. you give it a minute, just a little vise, just yeah. a little bit, becomes a full sandwich. I feel like nacho cheese. Texture. Nacho cheese would just be an abomination. It would be horrible. It would melt the bread. It would liquefy everything. It would just become this, uh, you know, whatever. Velveeta does not belong. No, it doesn't. It Velveeta doesn't. is such a bad concept. And whoever invented Velveeta needs to burn in hell. <laughs> Back to Catholic. we're going to figure that Back out. Back to Catholicism. Back to Catholicism. So. <clears throat> we'd show up at the place or at the the churchy building. Stone walls. Stone. It was, it was a, basically a prison. Okay. First off, prison without without a, bars. A lot of time it was in Arizona. Oh. Um. So like, it was hot as balls. Uh, and in wait, that, you lived in Texas, so why would you go to Arizona for so a church? So my dad's family ended up in Arizona, where a lot of retired mob people ended up. Uh, um, oh, sure. FBI. Uh, yeah. I watched that movie. Sure, 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 sure. So, uh, yeah. That's kind of the idea. That's why there was a lot of Catholics around Tucson, Arizona, way back in the day. It was it was a bunch of retired or sure whatever mobsters. Witness protection program nonsense when that was actually like a thing. I don't feel like the witness is that still a thing. You know, okay, we'll get we'll get to Catholic funerals in two seconds. Here's my theory on witness protection. Sure, okay, I don't think it's real, and I'll tell you why. Mm -hmm. Okay, the witness protection program boasts no one has ever they've never failed. To protect a witness in sure. witness protection. Sure, sure. Therefore, adding credence to the, oh, we'll put you under witness protection so that you don't know, like, oh, it's just bullshit. They just want me to confess, whatever, whatever, whatever. Uh-huh. Okay. Here's what I think humans are fucking idiots. Mm-hmm. Okay. No one can keep a story straight. We invented Velveeta. We did. We did. And then we didn't immediately end our existence yeah, and we- say sorry to the universe. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> So there's no way. There's no way someone can keep their cover that well. No. So so either there's like a bunker at the bottom of the ocean, Mariana's Trench, some bullshit like that, or they say, like, okay, we're going to take you out the window, just take my bag and shoot him in the head. Just sort of be like, <laughs> shoot him behind the chemical shit. It's sort of like, like it's I, V for Vendetta I mean, or something. Yeah, that's not good. Mm-hmm. But as far as like creating false identities, housing these people. Yeah. Doing the whole work of like, oh, we're going to integrate you into this kind of community and shit like that. You're right. I don't, I don't I think don't, it would be a... Your average everyday Joe couldn't keep up the lie that much. I, I just don't think they could. I don't see how they could. I think the idea of witness protection program is like probably highly bastardized by Hollywood. I think there was probably something like that decades ago. Was sure. like we're going to put you into hiding, and that story that concept got out into the universe yeah that some fbi agent retired who got into hollywood as a consultant or something that was like oh well we used to have a program like that and people the writers in hollywood were like that's amazing what the fuck this sounds amazing i can write 30 seasons of this (laughs) ncis here i come here i come right i'm gonna write the riches 
based off of that. Or it's just like that, because that idea of like, oh, I'm concealing a secret identity and being in front of people. Like, that's a very... Let me put it this way. I try not to swear in public, <laughs> but when I stub my toe, mm-hmm. it's really hard not to yell fuck. Okay? Mm-hmm. So if you're like trying to keep an accent or not say certain things, or let's say you're an Italian uh-huh. mobster yeah, and, you, yeah, and yeah. you don't, you know, throw, throw out some... Uh, sure, you know, I'm from Georgia. From the, yeah. uh, you know, yeah. I like peaches. That's not right. gonna work. People talking there. Anyways, I just don't think it's. No, I, I don't think it's really. I think it's. I think it's something that probably was kind of like a. They uh, just put them in jail. This, yeah. <laughs> They're like, no, no, you committed a crime, dumbass. Like, sure. Or they put them in, in like. Witness a, protection is the box. Yeah. <laughs> you know, low level minimum security resort prison where they're like, you know, you're not going to be in a cell, but you can't leave. All right, our soup is the. The onion and garlic and beer chicken broth mixture is boiling. We're Doesn't gonna... smell good. <laughs> no, it smells weird. <laughs> I, Guinness Guinness boils weird. Definitely gonna be a thing. All right, the cream cheese has dumped in. We've got the Irish cheese in. It's all melting. No, it's all melting. So we're going it's pretty to much done, pretty much, yeah. We'll all add we some have to bacon really bits. do is, yeah, we'll add some bacon bits and some little salt and pepper just a little while. But really, all we got to do is just let this get chunky. Let it get, let get creamy. Let it thicken. Let it melt the cheese completely. Let it get thick. With two C's. With two C's. Why is that a weird thing that us millennials do? I think it's because. When we were... Grammar is a construct and we're just reducing the patriarchy to nothing. I think that's exactly Hashtag it. me too. I, I think we, we spent so much time saying, why is that that way? That doesn't make sense. Sure. But why is it that way? And people said, it's just like that. It's just like that. It's just like that. And so we're just like, fine, clearly rules don't matter. Thick, fuck off. <laughs> Which okay. I learned today. I had a client today in my chair who was like, confirmed. You're confirmed. Awesome. And I was like, cool. Hmm? But the the trope is, he says confirmed. Things are, oh, that's confir- that's confirmed lit. And I'm like, you're adding confirmed one of the things now? That's, cool. That's very, very computerific. <laughs> I'm excited about that. All right, the funeral. The funeral. funeral so, story. okay. <clears throat> who, died? who died? Um, the one that I remember best, because I was like seven or eight, uh, Uncle was... Uncle Mortimer? No, it was uh, Great Grandma Gertrude. G, G, G? Right? Right? <laughs> I lived you all three of her husbands. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, yeah. No you one called a, her Trudy either. You had a Gertrude. What did they call her? Did they call her Gertie? I, I kind of think Gertie is fine. Gertie is ends up is is like classically silly, like Porgy and Bess or something. Like okay. That. It yeah, was yeah. Like, yeah. Gertie is a is an adorably uh, southern nickname, but Gertrude. Good God. It feels like you're scolding someone. But you know what? Just by naming but them. But at least okay. But it's not. It's not like Helga or uh, Bertha. That's the word. Bertha. I've never. I've met one Bertha in my life. She was the skinniest woman I ever met. Good. But Good for her. At the same time, it was also just like, she went by like Patty or something because she couldn't stand being Bertha. I get it. And I was like, who thought that? What? Where? I just I just feel like when it comes to naming your kid, mm-hmm. a little bit of future proofing. Just a tiny just bit. Just a little man. bit. Just a little bit. Just a tiny bit. I had a science teacher in eighth grade. Uh, his name was Mr. Kane. He named his daughter Candace. Will you shorten that too, Bryce? Candy Kane. Candy Kane. What's that movie? Yeah, Joyride. Candy Stripper. 
more power to her. I hope she's making. I hope she's all the bank. Yeah, I hope, I hope she's, making, she's not doing meth in Vegas at this I moment. I would apologize. There's a good chance That's she nice. might be, but I hope. But she I also isn't. had a math teacher. His name was Mr. Bubonic, which was just great. You know, you can change that name, right? Oh, no, okay. he loved it, and he was bald okay. as a coot. He shaved his head. He was hilarious. He was also the. He was the. He had these black pustules on him. <laughs> it was weird. Every now and then, no, class no, members would a, die. He wore a, a crow mask everywhere. Everywhere, right? <laughs> to keep the disease away. Uh, to keep the evil eye. To ward off the evil eye. So, great grandma Gertrude. Get. Gertrude. Gertrude. I don't know. Um, <laughs> so she died. I don't know how she died. I was a kid. I don't care. Yeah, you're seven. Who gives a shit? You barely understand the concept of death at seven, I feel yeah. like. Like animals, your your hamster dies, and you're like, wait a minute, it's not alive anymore. Right. It's not moving. Like in first grade, we did like a, a school play kind of thing about like endangered animals and animal extinction and all that shit. That's weird. And, and like, yeah, it was, yeah. Um, That's like me in the brown note last week. We were like, don't let that, but you can't just say that and not pass. We're not going to talk about that. You can't just bring that out and think I won't talk about poop. (laughs) Uh, Weird plays. Continue. uh, Yeah, anyways, we just had to do that. So I was like, extinction. What is that? Anyways, um, so, okay, we're in the Catholic Church. Mm -hmm. Okay, we we sit. The Catholic Church. The one. <laughs> the, the Pope old, House. The only Catholic church. We're in the... You're in the church. What happens? Okay, so we sit down in the back because we're not Catholic. We don't want to... You know, you don't want to sit up at the front row in case anyone asks for participation or you do something really stupid. What are the, what are the things they do? I uh, don't... Testimonials or things? No, nothing or like sem- that. Or it's, there's, they have weird words for things that you do in Catholic... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They have old-ass like yeah, 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 words. Um, okay, and it with smells the cheese, so much better. Yeah, with here, the cheese, it here. smells so much. It I, smells, I, was, I was up in it. Get that. That's that smells great. Oh, uh, that smells really good. I want to eat that. Yeah, okay. I didn't want to eat what yeah, it was before. The sour of the beer mixing with the like the pungent of the cheese is actually turning out to be pretty good. damn good. And the butter, I think the the oil, the fats from the butter is mixing with stuff and we put way too much butter in. Still, no, you can't. Not enough. Just try. It. Literally, yeah, you have yeah. one life. You only get, you only one, get one set of arteries. Better clog them. Better clog them. Um, okay, so we sit in the back and and like I I feel like the the Your dad's warned you don't do things. Yeah, just like just. Uh, it's not worth it. The archdeacon will hear you. Sure, yeah, whatever I mean. Yeah. Um, Vicant or whatever fucking designation, delegation. Uh, I think I think it's just father. It's just, it's just priest. I think that's all sure. it is. Which I also, what the heck is a vicar and a priest? I've never, I always thought they were oh. the same. There's like tiny, tiny I, differences of those. Okay, we'll do the dishes on this next time. Yes, but I think yes. a vicar is a Anglican priest. Oh, or the, Anglican. Uh, oh, you're right, because what's his face? Uh, Henry VIII split the church yeah. and the thing. So you can't divorce. I'm the king. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Screw you. I want to have sex with both these bitches. Right. Which I just watched the 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 uh, the other Berlin girl, the um, Eric Bana one, which is a really good movie, by the way. Scarlett Johansson, Eric Bana, Benedict, uh, uh, Benedictine cucumber, snatch, uh, whatever his name is. So do you know priest- how many ums I cut out? Do you know how many ums I edit out? Fucking There's a lot hundreds. of them. It's fine. It's- and thirty percent of them are me. So so. Ed- editing for you guys don't care about this, so nah. I should say eighty percent of them are me because like thirty percent implies that seventy percent is you. No, um, other way around. No, you good, you good, you good. Have you gotten to the point where you can recognize an um by its weight? hundred percent. Yep, hundred percent. You don't even have to look at it. I got it. the ums. I got the coughs. You, you I can, got the because uh, what you'll see is you'll see things and stuff. Think, yeah. You yeah. know how many times? You know how many times I say things and stuff? Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. You're in the so church. They do some talking, mm-hmm. and there's the body in the box coffin, and uh, they're saying. 
things that I guess are nice or whatever. Okay. Keep it down in a chair. I don't know. I don't know. And then uh, at some point, people started getting up and and get devotionals. Getting... That's the word I was thinking of. Just weird, random Catholic oh. shit. That, I'm sorry. You're good. <laughs> you know, You're good. It just hit me like lightning. Of like, like that's the that word. Churchy word. That churchy word. Yes, devotionals. Go okay. ahead. So so there was like it was about an hour long. Mm-hmm. The majority of it was priest guy. Saying things about what death. You, oh, priest guy. I priest think you priest guy. Priest guy. I don't uh, know what that means. Before the sky. Um, the Latin root of the Latin priest. Arrow. Um, no. The, uh, I'm going to put the bacon in now. Oh, yeah. So they did some speaking, and then, like, some older people in my family got up and started crying or whatever and bullshit. Uh-huh. Um, and then the boys. Talking about Gertrude's life and the things she did. I guess. Was there a photo of her with a wreath around it? I feel like there. I don't remember that, but I do feel like Cliche there was like a display, oh, sure? a display of her sure. or something. Did she was she cremated? I don't think so. No, so you saw the coffin. Was it an open casket? We're just getting morbid here. That's fine. I don't think so. Death is such an interesting ritual that we have <laughs> as human beings. I just, I think it's, it's not that I'm fascinated with death. I'm just, inter- it's, it's such a weird thing about how we celebrate death in such an, a very specific, weird, very specific, and very an extremely ritualized. cultural, ritualized, yeah. and not even like cultural, like all as Americans celebrate it. It's, it's, it's distinct to your like immediate family. Yeah. Yeah. And like, your immediate surroundings like of how you would celebrate death. A street with ten people, eight of them will do funerals differently. Yes. Um, it's so because it's dependent highly dependent on their family mechanics, their right. dynamics and how they interacted with that person and everything. It's it's so weird. So she casket things display right. with her picture on it. And then uh, and then uh, the deacons, I guess, the little dude the young boys. Oh sure, the altar boys. Altar boys, that's what they're called. Got it. Uh, I think they're deacons. I think no, they are. Deacons actually. is a no, is a way up. Deacons like, is the thing? Okay, because yeah, I was like, yeah, it's yeah. the total opposite in the LDS church. Yeah it is. It the is. idiot twelve year old passing on the bread. So then the boys brought the uh the uh incense thingy around. Oh sure. Which that is like some old ass tradition. And yeah. when they brought it by me and my mom were sitting like right next exactly. from Exactly. Um, so, so they bring that around, and me and my mom were like right on the edge, and they brought it past us, and it blew uh, the the, oh, sure. the incense Sage smoke. Bullshit. No, I don't know what it was, but like real talk, it smelled like ass. Like okay, that's the other thing. They don't do they don't do say they do some. It weird, was not myrrh. It wasn't cucumber it's, lavender. <laughs> it's frankincense. It was like it was like goat fur and and trash. <laughs> Goat fur and decommissioned pages of the Bible. You know, as as I decommissioned, this one's too old. Replace it with a new one. Like it's a tire. <laughs> like they have to take it out of service. It's not the Word of God isn't good anymore. Uh, gotta, it's all worn out. It. This is, this is gonna a, have to replace it. 1986 Bible. We uh, replace it with the 2014 version. That's no good. <clears throat> how many miles is this thing saying? Oh my! How many turns? How many, how turns? many turns has this page had? Oh man. Um, sound like a mega church guy, and I just want to have one of those because I'm like, man, I want to. You know, if I ever decided, to, if I ever decided to go just like full on like chaotic evil, mm-hmm. I would absolutely forge oh, and become like like a an Jerry under Falwell. pastor. Oh my gosh! Like I know churchy shit really, really well, so good. and and having grown up in the Bible Belt, I know how to talk the talk. Oh, man, man, I could be a youth pastor that making shit. bazillions of that dollars. That would be so good. That should be great because you just you, you publish a couple of books, the Word of God. You heal a couple people on TV. You got a nine hundred line that costs nine ninety nine a minute and thirty cents a minute thirty thirty cents like a every second after that. <laughs> it's just fucking great, and you just you just talk to people in a real you just repeat southern drawl <laughs> sort of way so that you charge them a 
lot of money. Sure, sure. Say sure. that the Lord is on their side. On their side. That the struggle that they're feeling is given to them by the good Lord. Anyway, we go to the, we do the funeral thing, and it's super duper boring. And then the rest of my family all went and, and to the movie theater and watched Gladiator. So that's what <laughs> I remember. Gertrude was celebrated by Richard. No, what's his face? Uh, uh, not Richard. I was going to say Richard Gere. It starts like, with an R. not. Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe. That's it. It starts with an R. And I was like, Richard Gere did not nope. star. No, he did not. <laughs> So yeah, so yeah, that was her funeral. And that was funeral. the most I remember about interactions with uh, let's uh, see. Catholicism. I've been to three Shindigs? funerals in my lifetime, I think. Yeah, three funerals. I went to two funerals with my ex-girlfriend, Linda. I went to both her grandparents' funerals. And then I went to... Um, my wife's father's funeral. So Linda's grand, see, I, her grandmother, her grandmother passed and that was really, you know, I don't know. It was super like ultra Mormony. I don't know how to really, church music was playing. It was a thing, yada, yada. That is one thing I think about LDS funerals that is very common. There's a, there's a protocol around how people die, and the LDS people handle it the same way every single time. Because Linda's grandparents, who both passed away, they were LDS, and then my uh, my wife, Emily, her father was LDS. So it's, it's interesting to think that we just talked about how culturally different funerals are, except for the fact that they were Mormon, and they were fundamentally the same thing. It was yeah. very interesting how it was the same processional... Of every, they printed the same programs, so the same kind of like so and so. So depersonalizing. So and so will talk, we'll say a prayer, we'll sing a song, we'll do a thing. It was. It was actually really, it was kind of sad to think because at the third, I mean, at the third funeral, you notice that kind of like, yeah, you're like, wait a minute, this is why very does this familiar. feel the exact same thing? Especially because the interiors of churches all feel the same. That doesn't help. That doesn't which, help. It's just like, it's weird to think about how. In order to engender trust, you have to do the same thing, sure. right? You have to be consistent. If so you're like always McDonald's, radical, no one knows what to expect. No one knows what to expect, right? So McDonald's lessened the quality of their food in order to increase the consistency of their food across the planet. You can get a you can get a uh, a Royale with cheese, right? According to Samuel L. Jackson in London, is the same, you know, as as getting a you know a, a Big Mac or whatever or not Big Mac sorry what's a, what's the McDonald's version of the No thing? that's the Big Mac the Whopper is the Burger King version The Whopper is the Burger King version you can get oh, the Hooper. Big Mac. Uh, you can get Dry a slab of beef <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. It's a good thing BK has the chicken fries cuz otherwise they got agreed. nothing They got nothing They got nothing man Oh uh, you know what? no no fuck that you know what they got they got the croissant sandwich the 9 a.m. to oh, 10 30 right. sandwich, the sausage, egg, and cheese sandwich is the best fucking thing. And it's probably because they put sugar in the sausage, which is disgusting. And I will openly admit that I don't, I know that it's bad for me. And it's also my, one of my most favorite what's morning the, indulgences. What's the gross thing? Like, what's the thing that you indulge uh, on? Your shame food. If I, yeah, yeah, yeah. If mine's, I could get. Mine's chicken taquitos. Uh, That's my trash food. From, your tra- yeah, yeah, yeah. My trash food is. The croissant sandwich from Burger King. There, mar- there are not a sponsors for this week because Lord in heaven, they're so good. Oh man, I never get up that early because of like 
Uh, I was diagnosed with you don't um, have to. major <laughs> clinical depression, so like getting up is like a fucking thing for me. So on the very rare occasion, my body's like, hey, we're up before noon. Hey, let's get to work. Yeah. Or no. Uh, I, I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm going to go get a goddamn croissant with sausage, egg, and cheese, mother. It's so good. It was hyper weird to see consistency in a it, like consistency in churches, consistency in the messages that they give, but then weirdly in other ways, consistencies in funerals was like a what? Why is this kind of like a thing? So also, I touched a dead body for the first time when like the second funeral. That was also weird. Have you ever? Did you touch Aunt Gertrude's? Weird, cold corpse. You know, I didn't. I kind of have this thing about dead bodies where I just don't mm. care. Like, mm. a person's body, to me, is mm. just their meat spaceship. <laughs> and <laughs> This feels like a horror RPG. I mean, a, a little. spaceship. A little, but it's, it's the way that I get myself out of there. It's like, no, that sure. wasn't... That yeah. wasn't a person. Oh, that that's, was a, that's your mental gymnastics in order to not be like hyper freaked out of like, yeah. ah, yeah. someone's like, dead. It's just their meat bag. Or if I want to make it special, it's their meat spaceship. Oh, meat spaceship. Or space suit, meat, whatever you want. Meat space suit. Yes, that's so fun. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, but my thing is just sort of like, I mean like, yeah, I've encountered dead things and dead people, but mm-hmm. like I don't, it's sort of like I don't care. It's just meat well, at that point. And it, and it, it is absolutely because touching a dead body, you realize like, you're like, oh, there was something... There is. There's just something interesting about, like, I don't know if it's the soul or whatever the hell it is, but there's definitely something of, like, yeah. You gain some understanding. I Yeah, just a little, like, touching a dead thing, you go, oh, some part of you is missing. Yeah. Some big part of you that makes you tick. I don't know if it's the soul. I don't know if it's the spark of life. I don't know if it's the breath of life. I don't know whatever the hell you want to call it. But definitely there's, like, huh, there's something missing here that yeah. makes it because you their feel, essence is gone yeah their essence whatever is gone whatever that is, whatever that actually is whatever that could be quantifiably you know when i when i pass on and i have eyes into the universe and i'm like oh i'm enlightened and i can see kind of a thing i want to be that cloud from futurama that <laughs> that helped bender understand why he was a bad god anyway keep going. <laughs> you want to be the cloud that cr- you want to be the you want to be god that yes the, that i saw that crashed were into very bad god fellas that was like really good. No, that's the episode. It's season three, episode eleven. I think was Godfellas. I love the shit out of Futurama. Don't fuck with me on Futurama. Godfellas. When Bender gets launched into space because they're fighting space pirates, he becomes a torpedo. He's he's angry because he's sleeping on the ship and he's he sleeps in the torpedo tube. They're at full speed. They shoot him into space, and so they're going faster than they're able to catch up to him, even if they rub the ship with cheetah blood, as, as, as Fry says. That's right. I'm, I'm not kidding. I know this fucking episode like back in my hand. So Bender is traveling through space at high speed, gets hit with a piece of rock. There's tiny little um, munchkin Yeah, little, little, little microscopic Little peoples. microscopic people on it that start worshiping Bender and stuff like that. So his one commandment, Bender needs, uh, God needs booze. <laughs> so they spend their whole eternity making booze for him. Generations of people are then maimed by the construction of the great booze facility for, like, one 12-ounce can. <laughs> hey, when you stick out in space, you'll take it's what you great. can get. So then he, he, he meets the asteroid. He meets the, the Oort cloud of dust that is the remnants of God that collided with a, with a, with a satellite. So he knows binary and has compassion for all living things. It's oh. great. And then he teaches Bender that whole thing of like, oh, yeah, that's a good thing. When you, when you do something right, people don't know anything, whether or not you've done anything good at all. And absolutely, there's definitely that moment of like, something, some part of you is missing now that's very weird.
It's weird. It's so weird. To I think see, it's like, okay that it's weird. It's weird because you're like, huh, you're dead. And I can tell that you're, like, your skin is slightly different. And right? your flesh is like... You're deflated. Yeah. You're, I don't... I mean, just because they've removed organs, but... <laughs> and filled you with whatever. Cotton. Uh, cotton. I was gonna Most say, of the time. I was going to say ketamine. I'm like, that's not the right... Nope. Which was legalized for depression use, actually. I, I just read that in the box. Um, uh, there was some kind of something or other that, like, it's I thought it was been, psilocybin. It's... Oh, no. I mean, I, I know that they're doing trials with stuff like that, but I read this whole thing in Vox recently that um, ketamine has been approved by the FDA to treat depression. Like, the fucking club drug... <laughs> Never mind. Roll, Go down, jump down a K hole to exactly. Cure your exactly. I, I was like, one of my first episodes. I said, don't jump down a K hole. Apparently, it's legal. Uh, jump down all the K holes you want. And legally, it's not only not legal, it's safely. like recommended by the FDA. Like, this might help your major depression. It's a horse tranquilizer, and it <laughs> makes humans not sad. <laughs> puts the horses to sleep. Puts makes humans sleep, happy. Makes, hum- makes humans happy. It interacts with their dopamine, serotonin, juices. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, by the way, props to I that got. one little uh, molecule of dopamine that's keeping me and my life together. <laughs> me fighting over my last three brain cells. Right. All right, right. so our soup is done, right? I don't know. I want to let it cool, man. It's uh, going to burn the shit out of me. And my superpower I know. is... You're going to... You have stone tongue. You're going to fucking dive into it. Thoughts? Too watery. Really? Way too watery. Okay. Maybe if it cools. Maybe, Maybe if it cools. Okay, I'm going to give it a minute. Because it's okay. a lot of cheese. It's a lot of cheese. And because it's very hot, I feel like it's going to be hyper liquidy. So let's give it like... Five, ten minutes to calm the fuck down. And you know what we should do while it is still very, very hot? We should salt and pepper the shit out of it. Because I feel like there's nothing there just yet. So we give it a little bit of salt. We give it a little bit of pepper. We let it cool. We stir it up. And then I think it'll be ready. I got a bottle of scotch this week for the shop. (laughs) Yeah, what did you discover? Editing is more fun? Editing is way more fun when you get a little bit drunk. And you know what? Fuck, I forgot how much I love scotch. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah. Oh, man. I got a Macallan 12-year, and it is like... <laughs> <laughs> Boozy caramel. And it is so sweet and delicious, and I'm like, how? How is moss and the liquid from whatever mash is... Probably just corn. Alan Alda. <laughs> <laughs> What? Mash, the TV show. Oh, yeah. Making a sorry. horrible reference. Why? Why? Why is it sitting in wood for fucking twelve years? Make it ultra delicious. I don't know. But don't you're care. Digging it. But I'm digging it because really I was like, oh hi, hey, like, welcome, oh. old friend. Oh, I haven't had scotch in a really, really long time. The last time I had scotch was the uh, the roast beef, the bourbon making sliders that we made. Right, and right. We swapped out bourbon for scotch, that kind of a thing, and I liked it. But that wasn't bourbon as much as it, or it wasn't scotch as much as it was, as much as it was the reduced version of the fucking liquid. Right. But god damn, just You're digging scotch it. Scotch straight. You're feeling it. Scotch straight is my drink. Scotch <laughs> straight is my jam. My first, my first taste in the scotch was Johnny Walker Black. Which that's the expensive one, it's the, isn't that? No, okay, no, no. So there is blue wa- there is, is the expensive. Yes, there's okay. Walker Red. Which is cheap bullshit. Which is cheap bullshit. There's Walker um, Black, which is pretty good stuff. It's $50 for a liter. For 750 milliliters? Yeah, something like that. For a a, a sort of a liter of. A liter of cola. Liter of cola. There's Walker Green, which is the. I've never seen that. Walker Black is like 50 bucks a bottle. Walker Green is like 80 bucks a bottle. And then, because the minimum age of the green, I think, is 18 years versus the minimum age in the black is 12 years. And then there was Johnny Walker Swing for a little while, which was kind of like a... It came in a unique bottle that didn't sit flat. It 
swung, which was its own. It was a really interesting concept in how that was. So it kind of kept the, the whiskey always mixing. Oh, and okay. And stuff like that, didn't let it settle. Didn't yeah, let it get yeah. weird. Okay. Didn't let it settle. Didn't let it get weird. It was very fun and interesting. It made it difficult to store, <laughs> but that was half the fun of having it. Um, there's Walker Blue, which is the $125, That's when you're trying to impress bottle. her dad. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you bring him a bottle of Walker Blue because it's like, wow, this is really, really good shit because I think the minimum age of that is, is, is the minimum of that is like 20 years or something like that. Okay. Uh, and then there's Walker Platinum. Now, Walker Platinum's not more expensive. It's just a different variation. So it's on equal footing as Walker Blue. But it's it's a f- very different flavor profile than Walker. Earlier, you were talking to me like, man, I wish I just like knew stuff that I could just like go on, like oh, I know things. This is the thing. And I was like, there you go. <laughs> scotch just, is my thing. Just wait, and I you will scotch. find the thing. Scotchy, scotch, scotch. I don't think you're gonna have a YouTube channel on scotch, though. No, Actually, but oh, have you seen fuck, the guy? You know what? That'd be the best YouTube Hold channel. On. Just me drinking scotch in front of a fire, like I'm Nick Offerman. <laughs> sure, right, right, right. Um, <laughs> Grow up my beard. No, one of the best things I saw on the internet was a guy who started a channel. Um, about like uh, taste testing scotch, and oh. it's a fairly successful channel. It's not amazingly successful, but it's good. It's good. Sure, but a couple like, thousand followers or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, but apparently, this guy's scotch habit was mm-hmm. beginning to affect his relationships. And oh, while his wife was packing up and leaving him, he was recording another video <laughs> testing out scotch. And, <laughs> and you know, <laughs> she's throwing her shit into the suitcase. She's, she's walking behind him with boxes and bags. <laughs> I'm leaving, Terry. It's like, all right, I'll make a video. <laughs> it's me or the scotch. Well, the oak you're leaving. Of the 12 year art bag is, is is quite delicious. That's it. <laughs> you leaving. can you can watch that video. <laughs> you can find that video and watch it. <laughs> but like, you know, that's that's. <laughs> That's that's not even it can't be real. It can't be It's completely real. Like <laughs> you remember from Pirates of the Caribbean? Yeah. In the beginning where Jack is on that little sloop sure, and he just like gets yeah. on the mat and just uh, the ship is sinking and he the... lands on the dock. That is that guy's <laughs> that is video. That... He's like, Well, it's all going to shit. Might as well make another video. <laughs> Bye. The Oban 14. The rum cask is quite delicious. Oh, son of a bitch. That's the fucking <laughs> That's the funniest video. I can't believe that exists. My if face hurts now. If we didn't have the internet, I we know. would have never. We would have never seen never that. Known. That, would, that moment would have never lost happened. to time. Would have been. It's not that it would have been lost to time. It just would have never existed because he needed the internet That's in true. order to make that video. Or actually, come on. If he's making that video, he, he clearly has a drinking he problem. He has a drinking problem. But he probably would have. He wouldn't have done anything about the drinking problem. He would have just been, I don't know, drunk at home all the time. <laughs> But if he's making YouTube videos, it's not like he's a bastard or anything. It's not sure. like he's going to be... He's know. monetizing his habit. He really... <laughs> Might as well. He's paying for his own liquor. I'm sure that's exactly what he thought. He's like, this isn't sustainable. I need to find some reason to... Oh, YouTube video. Oh, YouTube. YouTube, YouTube channel. Yeah, he probably watched the thing and it was like, uh, you know, he probably went on Pinterest and saw something. I'm like, oh, start your marketing. Ten ways to start your blog. And the first thing was, focus on your niche. What do you like? And he was like, I like... I like whiskey. <laughs> like, I, uh, I like scotch. Scotch is cool. Scotchy scotch, 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 scotch. I would do a scotch tasting channel. I feel like I'd have to There needs to be really... another gimmick, you're right. Yeah, just taste testing some... scotch. Just taste testing scotch. There's a ton of that. It doesn't really work. Like, because... you need to do it upside down or something. Yeah. 
the upside down Scotchman. Yeah, whatever. Scotsman. The upside down Scotsman. The upside down Scotchman. Okay, I'm, I'm jumping in. Oh, All right, go, go for the go for the fox one for the soup. This is still, I, I put different spoons, so we're we're eating the same one. I don't know. I mean, it kind of just tastes like cheese water. That's okay. That's the fucking. It okay. tastes like cheese water. Okay. It doesn't taste like soup. It tastes like cheese water. I, I think if this was like in a bread bowl, I'd have a better time with yeah, it. Yeah, and I think that's the. It's pretty good. I don't know. It's not thick enough. I I need like two or three tablespoons of flour. I think in order to really, or a wondra. That's the stuff that my parents use. W o r n d a. R a. No, sorry. W o n d r a. Wondra. Wondra. It's like a it's, one piece. It's, it's a it's a thick, it's a thickening agent specifically designed for soups and gravies. So it's like sort of flour, sort of cornstarch. Okay. I think it's actually fifty fifty. And it's, it's it's a, a thickening's version of half and half. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So it's designed to make like gravies and soups thicker without clumping and making it lumpy and shit like that. That flour traditionally will do. Nor will cornstarch alter the flavor. That kind of thing. So right, right. Um, Which I think that's why they use that in this. Yeah. Also, you got a little bit of soup on your chin. I'm disappointed. Tell me why you're disappointed. I'm disappointed because it's hot cheese water. <laughs> And there you go. That's um, been the one fan. Um, I'm kidding. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the one fan podcast. This has been hot cheese water. So let's let's break this down real quick. Let's break this down real There's quick. There's a lot of cheese in here. Why? Right, right. So I put a little bit too much butter. I put. That's not enough. No, fuck though. That's not enough to make this hot cheese water. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I think it was the chicken stock that didn't. Yeah. Didn't do it that many favors. I don't. I just, I, I think it's okay. I think it needs something else. Like, so, so, yeah. we'll give you all a little look behind the curtain. We, we were, what were they called? Plot? What? What are they, the rolls? Oh, so we were going to make, originally we were going to make Irish beer cheese soup and Irish blas. B-L-A-A-S. Now, I don't know if I'm saying that right. I'm just uh, phonetically fucking it up. You're welcome, but Ireland. They were, uh, they're uh, Irish rolls. And yeah. the hope was is that we would dip the rolls in the beer cheese soup and really kind of make something super fun with it. Now, the Blas took a long ass time. Four or more hours in order to make something really fucking good. So I was like, mm. We got shit to do. Yeah, I can't. Uh, we have a, we have an hour to record this nonsense. I can't fucking make a, make a four hour piece of bread. Yeah. So the hope was is that we were going to dip the Blas into the bread, uh, dip the Blas into the beer cheese soup, and then really kind of like do do something with that. And now, okay, this might make sense across from Irish soda bread. Have you ever had soda bread before? No. Soda bread is... Uh, now, I, I don't know, and this is what we should definitely do the dish on next week. I don't know How is where, soda bread different than sourdough? Uh, soda bread... Uh, so, sourdough comes from the bacteria that creates the gases that cause the bread to rise. And really, sourdough comes from a starter that is aged for actually quite some time a few at least at least two weeks i think in order to get a very distinct so you figure the the bacteria eat live and die inside the the yeast kind of starter for two weeks so what you're doing is is you're getting several generations of bacteria later so you you do yeast and water and then you create the first generation of bacteria. So then you create, you know, you wait a couple of weeks where you feed it with a little bit of flour, a little bit of salt, and a little bit of sugar in order to keep the yeast growing. And what you do is, is you have it. 
you have the dough, you have the starter, feed it with new flour, new sugar, new salt, and then it grows and grows and grows and grows and grows. So what you're doing is you're basically a vengeful god. You come in, murder half the bacteria population, and then let them repopulate the earth, i.e. the glass jar where your <laughs> starter starts, and then it grows and grows and grows. And what happens is, is it gets stinkier and stinkier each hold time. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We're doing this. We're doing this wrong. Hold on, hold on. So hold on. the difference between sour, so sourdough <laughs> gets its it, it gets its whole shit because it's the bacteria, the gases that yeah that grow inside the the whatever it was the dough kind of thing in order to to rise and create the really sour flavor. Irish soda bread. I don't think soda bread has yeast. Now I, I'm not sure specifically why, but soda bread is dense it's like whereas like uh sourdough is light and fluffy and airy soda bread is basically like concrete by comparison it's so hyper thick because they don't have um i don't believe the irish use yeast in their bread like uh to like how, how jews don't have right leavening jews, agents it, yeah they don't have leavening agents. that's why you know the uh, what's pita the bread thing? yeah pita <laughs> or whatever the thing that's needed for 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 passover is flat because there's no leavening agents, that kind of thing. So, uh, lemus bread. Lemus bread. No. <laughs> you, you thought I was fucker. right. <laughs> fucker, you got me. Damn it, you Legolas, you piece of shit. How many pieces do you have? Four. <laughs> the hobbits are like, oh, we're chubbers. <laughs> uh, fuck you, humans, when your tiny little stomachs. Eight <laughs> bitty tum tums. Eight bitty, bitty bitty tum tums. So, soda bread. I had soda bread. I think um, we had a going back to social studies with Miss Dorincott. In third grade, we had like a country week where you had to present um, in front of the way my school was structured. You had um, four classrooms, four teachers that taught a specific subject. Miss Dorincott taught social studies. Miss Nine taught math. Miss Young. Miss Nine didn't. Nine. She was German. Uh, yes. I was gonna say she either speaks German or, or it's, it's the number nine. It's both. No, it's, she was nine. She spoke, but she spelled it N-I-N-E, so it was both. It was hilarious. Oh, that's good. So Nine, she knew what she was oh, doing. Oh, she knew what she was doing. She was funny as shit. Anyway, she was this tiny, short, red-haired, very pink German woman. Pink? Yeah, no, no. Have you seen that? Like, redheads are... Oh, oh. They're, they're, yes, they're, yeah. They're very, like, yeah. oh, you don't tan, do you? You just you just turn into a lobster. So, Miss Nye, Miss Dorncott, Miss Young was my English teacher, and then uh, there was another... Uh, the fourth guy, I don't remember. I never went over to her. Anyway, Dorincott taught social studies. Um, Nine taught math. Young taught English and that kind of thing. We would all kind of rotate. So for the week, those four teachers were um, Team D. We had teams A through J in my whatever middle school. That whole week we had, uh, Miss Dorincott had uh, set up some kind of country week or something like that. Anyway, the point was is you would learn about a country and then you'd present on it in front of all of the four teams, and each of the teachers had 30 or some students, so whatever, 100 and 125 or something like that students, whatever it was. Hmm. Anyway, um, I got uh, Chile because my father went there when, he were, when we were younger. Um, he brought back a bunch of fun, like... Ponchos! Yeah, I don't know. He, he, he brought back like a bunch of cool... Alpacas! Little, little, he, brought, he brought back like an alpaca... Uh, alpaca hair poncho sure sure which was pretty cool he brought back like an easter island statue uh like a desktop size statue that made out of lapis lazuli which was uh, fucking super cool and then um anyway but what i remember was is my friend chris Kulo had 
uh, uh, Ireland, I think. So anyway, he talked about Ireland, which was really, really fun. And he made soda bread. He made soda bread for everybody. Brick bread. Yeah, which was, it, seriously, it, it had this little loaf the size of my fist. If you threw it at and someone. it was completely solid. Absolutely. Okay, okay. Because my sister went on like a school trip to France. Mm-hmm. And she was like, yeah, France was cool. You know what was really weird? The bread was so fucking hard. She didn't yeah. say that, but that was Basically what, what she said. Yeah, and uh, <clears throat> so it was like for volleyball or something. Oh, sure. So it was a bunch of athletic girls, and so uh, athletic sporty girls. Nice. So what did they do? They played dodgeball with the bread. <laughs> <laughs> of course, and they, did. they dented the walls. <laughs> well, a base, I mean, like a, a baguette. It basically is like a fucking lightsaber. It's, you know, it is a bat. Kill a kill a child. With one Leave of it those. out a day. It is now a bat. It turns into a you bat. can bludgeon a someone. Ball. A wiffle bat. <laughs> you play stickball with it, like it lives in Brooklyn as a child. <laughs> like you, like you were poor in the Victorian age. <laughs> I'm gonna go play with my sticks, and then I got the rickets. My stick and hoop. Oh. No, I saw. Great. Oh no, Paul Gareth got them. <laughs> he's in the iron lung. He can't breathe. I saw a great comic. It was a. Uh, it was a. She was a girl in Kansas, ready for the big city. He was a. He was a city man who was who was looking for a better way to live. <laughs> the year was 1802. They had no way to travel and would never meet. The end. <laughs> <laughs> okay, speaking. Speaking of great comics, okay, have you seen uh, Strange Planet by Nathan W. Pyle? No, is it the two aliens <laughs> comics where they yes! they use the wrong words and they totally call us out on our bullshit? Where it's not, I'm sunburned. It's like I have star damage. <laughs> I crave star damage. Another hydration cylinder before bed. Please dream of nonsense. <laughs> my favorite, my favorite is the adult alien to the baby alien. Have I disappeared? Deception. Deception. I have not. All right, so what did you do, Bryce? Did I just, just, I toasted up some uh, sourdough bread nice. that's been in the fridge for like three months. Awesome. I, I need to get it. rid of it somehow. We're going to do it this way. Force me to eat it. That's great. All right, let's dip and let's dip and eat. Okay, that's really good. All right. I can tolerate we the should... watery of the cheese. I can tolerate the watery cheese soup because it's soaked up into the bread. We should have made the rolls. We didn't have the time to make the rolls, so I'm not going to make the rolls, but I'm, I'm digging it more now. Okay, so let's do the let's do the rating. Let's do the I, rating. Yeah, all right. Does the we should have made the rolls. We really should have made the rolls. We but have the, time. the hard that's the that's the shittiest part. We didn't have the time to make the fucking rolls. And and I hate baking. I love baking, so I probably should have just come earlier and done it. I love to fucking flour and things and bowling pins. And that's shit. right. That is your thing. Like, it, it really it's does. your zen. I enjoy. Yeah, absolutely. It's always like menial tasks. Like splitting wood. Silver, yeah. That's mine. That splitting wood, could... rolling silverware. No, I can do shit like that where I turn my brain off, turn mm-hmm. my like main brain off and let my like subconscious think about things that I've been like fucky with for the past couple weeks and shit. Mm-hmm. And just come up with the solution of, oh, boy, this is how I come up with the one pan podcast. I was driving. So I was driving from, I don't think I've ever told this story. I don't know if I told you this story. I saw Aaron Menke of Lore, the Lore podcast, mm-hmm. on Halloween at BYU with my niece, Rachel, which was a lot of fun. It was actually a memory that I will treasure for a long time. It was the first Halloween I had as an adult. I wasn't choosing to go trick-or-treating. Oh. I was. I actively chose to dress up, not for a shitty party to hope I was going to go get laid. <laughs> I dressed up in a costume that I wanted to. It was you did Hall- You did your Halloween. I did my Halloween, and, and it was really, it was like an adult Halloween. So I paid like 36 bucks to go listen to Aaron Mankey of the Lore Podcast, which I'm 100% going to plug his podcast. If you love urban legends and kind of spooky stories, Lore, L-O-R-E, is the fucking podcast for you. It's 
very good. 90 minutes, he stood on stage and told spooky-ish stories. Yeah. It was really so nice. I mean, I, I fucking zenned out for the 90 minutes that I was there. It was wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. And I had uh, Dia de los Muertos makeup on with my... I, but I wore my, like, wedding tuxedo and my top hat. Okay, so, so you were... I was looking fly. I was looking fly. I was having a lot of fun with it. And Rachel, my, who was like a... Who is my niece on my wife's side kind of thing, she had, like, a cute little black dress on. So I'm like, man, I look hot as shit next to her. This is awesome. So 90 minutes of listening to Aaron talk was just fucking awesome. And... At the end of it, he kind of had like a, I don't know, 10-minute, not Q&A, but really like a get-to-know-me kind of a session. Sure, sure, sure. He talked about... A dress-down portion. Exactly. Yeah. He talked about how he he got, he got took off the lore mask that he was wearing and put on me like, hey, I'm actually just a guy here. He was a, kind of like a, a failed writer during the 2008... Ooh, the writer's strike the got writer's him? The writer's strike got him. Yeah, the writer's strike got him. He couldn't publish his manuscripts or anything, and just was fighting no work, and it was his wife who was telling him, like, hey, you know what? Um, a friend of mine is talking about these things called podcasts. You should look into them. They're free. You can host them on your own website. You can get them on, like, public platforms and such, and, and you know, just try it. And he was the, like, okay, sure, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll do it, I guess. And on his first episode, he had nine listeners. Cool. He had nine listeners. How many do we have? Uh, three? three. <laughs> no, we had 12. Oh, we had we 12? We had 12 our first time. Okay. Anyway, in three years, he he's reached 100 episodes. He has two seasons of an Amazon Netflix show. He has two full podcasts. He's launched three books, and he tours the country talking about spooky, spooky stuff. stuff. And really, the thing that he left me with that I was like, oh, fuck, I have to do the thing, was this. he said... I never thought this was going to be successful. I thought, fuck, nine people are going to listen? This, is, this isn't ridiculous. But if I had never launched it, I would never be where I am today. Yeah, that writer's strike just really failed the shit out of him. Wait a minute, like a phoenix, he rises from the ashes. Well, exactly. And I was like, son of, a, son of a bitch, that sounds fucking That's amazing. a good comeback story. And I was, but I was like, it was that the fact that he, I mean, he, when back in October, he had hit two million downloads for lore, and he hadn't reached 100 episodes yet. And I was like, damn. Oh, fuck. Dude, this is it. And he said, he was like, don't wait. Don't, don't wait. wait. Don't. don't wait. Just go, just get a microphone and tell the story that you need to be, because it needs to be heard. And that's when I called you. I was on the way home. Yeah, I remember Provo, that. And I was like, Bryce, I have an idea. What if we make garbage Pinterest recipes and we call it the One Pan Podcast? For, and for like 10 minutes beforehand, I was thinking about like, what do we call it? What do we do? What's the idea? What's the thing? What do we... And it just... It seriously, like, started formulating immediately. And I was like, one pad podcast. And so that was... Halloween, I think, was Friday night. And that Sunday... That Sunday, we recorded the Ballad of the Quesadoga. And I was like... Shit, yeah. an awful trash food. Oh, my God. I remember it, and I'm never going to forget it. Of how horrible it was. So. So. The food with the bread. All right. How do you how do you rate it? Thumbs up, thumbs down. It's complicated. Yeah. Um, is it getting better as it gets colder? Yeah, which is interesting. Which is weird. It's not usually how food works. It's not it's how ice cream works. It's but... how ice cream works. And <laughs> the only ever I've, I've had like a gazpacho, gazpacho, gazpacho soup, which is good cold, right? Or uh, lentil and leek soup or something like that, which is good cold. Potato leek soup is good cold too. Whatever. But 
cold tube is not really necessarily a thing. This is getting better as it's getting cooler. It's not getting thicker, so it is really hot cheese water, which is very, extremely disappointing. Hold on, what if we... I think this is a thumbs down. A thumbs down? As, as it stands, the recipe is bad. <laughs> because, really, this for nine people, if we doubled it, it would just be, it'd be the same. I would be embarrassed to feed yes, eight other people. It wouldn't, it wouldn't feed eight other people. This is where I feel like it wouldn't feed eight other people. It'd be really like, what if I, what no if thanks. I fried up some potatoes and put them in it? Uh, it would be a potato cheese soup at that point. Sure. But. Cubed the potatoes. And, yeah. And hopefully, you think, I don't know. I just feel like because the consistency is so watery, it's not, it's a turn off. It's a texture thing for me that I'm like, ah, <laughs> I thought this was going to be, it's cheesy, it should be thick, it should be drippy, it should feel like a pizza commercial. Yeah, yeah. And it's not, and it's very not. So, as it stands, the recipe's a thumbs down for me. I would not put this in any kind of rotation because it's very fucking weird. I would have to, whatever this needs to thicken it up, needs it to fucking thicken up. And maybe, maybe it's just that it simmers in a pot for... Two hours. Or three hours. But they didn't put that in the directions. They didn't put that in the directions. And maybe that would be the thing. Maybe if this sat in a pot for like two or three hours and reduced down to a really thick, almost queso quality. Yeah. No, seriously. Like if it got down to like just a little bit thinner than just nacho cheese. Just a little bit thinner than nacho cheese, I'd be like, this is probably fucking hyper delicious. But as it stands now, it's 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 watery. Nope. Can't handle it. Um, when I first tried it like hot out of the pan, it didn't taste like anything. <laughs> So it was a zero for me. It was like a, this doesn't taste... You were offended. Right. I was I was pissed. You were like, like we dude, put so many tasty things in. And how is the this... fuck? It's stripped the flavor from this. We how the fuck is this possible? There was no point where we put anything flavorless in it. Yes, so... Everything we put in the flavor. The fact that it ended up... The fact that there was no flavor was insane. We even put bacon in. Yeah. Bacon didn't save this. Now, now... As it's been cooling, it's better. It's I better. like it a lot better. Um, I feel like in a bread bowl, it might be easier to deal with, but yeah. then again, that, that weakens uh, the food still. That still is a, it still shits on the food. It does. Cause standalone, the soup isn't that good. So this is a two at best. I, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to put this in my rotation. It's too much work. Um, you, you can kind of get the same effect by just putting some cheese on a tortilla and sprinkling a little bit of bacon and rolling it up, a cheesy bacon roll up. You know what? I actually feel like this should be... What this should be is like beer cheese dip. Cheesy dip for pretzels with beer flavoring is what this wants to be. And fails miserably at. I'm very disappointed that it's just fucking... Happy St. Paddy's Day. Cheese (laughs) will... Happy St. Patty's Day. Happy St. I'm going to say I have uh, Irish heritage. See if I can lay that one chick. Nice. Who's a little bit too fashnicked. Happy saying I watch Goodwill Hunting. Oh, that is very true. That is, <laughs> which also is a great movie, by the way. If you've never seen, have you seen? You've I seen, have seen it. Okay, I good. Seen it. I cried like a fucking. I bawled like a fucking baby. I I talked like this for a fucking week. I enjoyed the shit out of that movie. You're gonna drink it? I mean, it is cheese water. So yeah, I would... yes, Dad. I'm drinking. I'm like sipping it out of the soup like I'm a fucking sommelier. <laughs> That's the problem. I mean, it's it's tasty, but I'm also offended. That You're not it's enjoying so it. I am, and I I'm I'm, I'm confused. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about it right now. And my tongue I think is you're like, hungry. My tongue, yeah, that's the point. My tongue is like, this is great, and everything else is like, no, like, unimpressed. This is dumb. <sighs> All 
All right, everybody. You can follow us on Instagram at One Pen Podcast, on Twitter at One Pen Podcast, on our YouTube channel at One Pen Podcast, and you can join our shopping list at www.onepenpodcast.com. Keep in touch with all of our fun little goodies and things and such and such, and be in the know when we launch our Patreon to join our One Pen Podcast After Hours Club. After Hours. This has been the One Pan Podcast. Sometimes the food is funny. That's not so much.